You are listening to the Sports Daily. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. Conference Championship Week continues. We got five more teams punching their ticket to the big dance. More college basketball talk. We've got some NFL talk for you. NBA talk. Don't look now. But the Lakers, if the playoffs started today, would be in. Major news regarding some NFL quarterbacks that happened yesterday, and we'll get to all that momentarily. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. If I were to say to you, hey, we've got, if I were to just say this to you, would you have any idea what I was talking about? Last night, big night for the Norse, the Dick, the Swaggy Zags, the Bobby O's, and the CSCs. Would you have any idea what I'm talking about? You would you would you be able to immediately put that to? Oh, you're talking about college basketball, or is that just me texting my friends? But um, yeah, um, I was texting my friend last night about hey, so what went down? or this is what went down tonight, five new teams punched their ticket to the big dance. Instead of just going over the teams, we all have catchy nicknames that we have for them. Fairly Dickinson is the dick to me. Um, they're in, which I'll get to in a minute. Still bothered by the fact that how that whole works. The Northern Kentucky, they're the Norse. They're in. The Swaggy Zags, obviously Gonzaga. The Bobby O's. That's Oral Roberts because Robert, Bobby is another way to say Robert. So I just call him the Bobby O's. And CFC is College of Charleston. Five more teams that punched their ticket to the big dance last night. And, you know, good for all of them. All of them are Northern Kentucky was the one I was like, huh, I have to look them up. Have they made the tournament anytime recently? And they have. I think it was 2017 and 2019. So this isn't a team that hasn't been in the, you know, for years, 25, 30 years, you know, like Furman. It's been 43 years since they've been in the tournament. The most impressive last night was Gonzaga because they absolutely destroyed St. Mary's. Look, St. Mary's is better than that. I hope that people 
watch that game, and then when St. Mary's is sitting there to, as a five seed, picks the 12-5 upset because they are a lot better than the way they played last night. They just, you know, one of those nights, off night, Gonzaga has, see, I said it again, I said Gonzaga, Gonzaga has owned them for years, and they are the only team that does beat Gonzaga on any sort of consistent basis, but still, if you look at the record, Gonzaga has way more wins over them than St. Mary's does over Gonzaga. But this is something that um, I think is going to maybe hurt them a little bit, not in terms of seeding, I just think public perception, because people that haven't watched St. Mary's play don't know how good they are. Bad night last night. That's all you can chalk it up to. They are not nearly as bad as they played last night. But Gonzaga, just a dominant, dominant program. That's their fifth conference title by at least 15 points since 2015. In the last eight years, they've won the t- conference title game by 15 points or more five times. That's that's just sick. And they deserve to move up to the two line. They're probably going to stay at a three but they probably deserve to move up to a two-line based on their non-conference schedule, who they decided to play this year, and some of the big wins that they had. Hell, they beat Alabama. I think they've got some good non-conference wins on there. Beat Michigan State, tournament team. Beat Alabama, tournament team. There are some other ones that I'm blanking on right now because my internet's down. But, yeah, um, that's that's a really, really good team. And... I heard Scott Van Pelt say it on SportsCenter after the game, and I couldn't agree more. We've seen Gonzaga's, I don't want to say failures, because they've made the Sweet 16 at least seven years in a row now, and that's a current record. No team that's entering the tournament this year has made at least the Sweet 16, gotten out of the first weekend seven years in a row. But they've also been a one seed and not been able to get to the Final Four on a couple of occasions, have gotten beat by lower-seeded teams. The fact that Gonzaga isn't the hunted this year, they don't have a player that's going to the NBA, at least that's going to make a giant impact in the NBA, and they don't have that one seed, I think is a big deal because now they're not the hunted. They can come in as, I don't want to say they're an underdog because everybody knows Gonzaga at this point is a really good program and probably the best mid-major out there, and I wouldn't even call them a mid-major anymore. They are a major basketball program. But when it comes to this tournament, when you are got that one next to your name as a seeding, puts a bigger target on your back. Now they're coming in as probably a three, maybe get up to the two line. I think it's a whole different ball game, and I think this could be a year where they do get there and possibly win it all. It's almost like Kansas last year. That was not Bill Self's best team. Bill Self has had so many better teams at Kansas than the one that nas- that won than the one that won the national championship last year. But things worked out for them. Mark Few has absolutely had better teams than this one that he currently has at Gonzaga right now. But it doesn't mean they can't win the national championship, especially in a year where there are no dominant teams in college basketball. So, and I'll tell you about that uh, uh, briefly in uh, my gambling story for you in in this podcast but those five teams college of charleston earl roberts gonzaga northern kentucky and fairly dickinson are going to the tournament you know my thoughts on fairly dickinson i'll share it again for those that don't know if you transition to division one you are not allowed to make the ncaa tournament no matter how good you are for four years merrimack college or is it merrimack university i don't even know merrimack has won 
that conference, and that conference is the Northeast. Merrimack, in three of the four years, that this is their fourth year in Division One. so next year they are allowed to make the tournament if they win their conference championship. But three of the four years they've been there, they've won. They've had the best record in their Northeast Conference, and yet they've got nothing to show for it. They played the game last night. They won by one point. They scored the last, I believe, eight points of the game to win the game, and they beat Fairleigh Dickinson, yet Fairleigh Dickinson, before the game, already knew we're going to the big dance. So, yeah, you still play the game. You're still competitive. They didn't just stand there like the NBA All-Star game. They tried. It was a great game. One-point game came down to the wire. But so anticlimactic. You watch what happened at the end of the game. Merrimack, all the players are, you know, they have every right to be happy, and yet all they're doing is holding up a trophy. It's like, why are you preventing these guys from going to the tournament? That makes no effing sense whatsoever. This rule is so stupid. I can't think of one reason why you would do that to a program. Hey, you're going to come join Division One. You can't go to the tournament for four years. What? Well, what? What if we're good enough to? What? It doesn't make any sense. Don't you want the best teams you can possibly get to be in the tournament? That makes no sense to me at all, and I haven't heard one good explanation as to why that rule stands. So three out of the four years, Merrimack could have gone to the big dance, and they don't. And look, they might make it next year. They might have the best team in the Northeast Conference next year and make it, and you know everything will be happy. But the ones that played on the, ter- on the teams in the last four years had no chance going in because you're not allowed to. Makes no sense to me. But Fairleigh Dickinson is in, and, you know, they shouldn't be. Merrimack should be going and representing uh, the Northeast Conference. Speaking of national champions in college basketball, I'll tell you what I did. I still have some bets to put in. Once the brackets come out, I'll probably bet, you know, to win a region, which team's going to win a region, look for some good odds. I'm not going to pick the favorite because there's no fun in that. You're looking for someone to pull an upset or two. And, you know, to win a region, you have to win four games. So, but I did put in bets at the beginning of the year and as the season started. Before the year, I pit Duke to win the national championship at 13 to 1. Because you know me. I like betting that, you know, right? 15 to 25, 15 to 30 to 1 are the ones I like. I saw Duke sitting there at 13 to 1, brand new coach, a lot of new freshmen. I'm like, okay, what if they, what if these freshmen are all studs? And Duke playing well right now who knows they can make a run I don't think they're going to win the national championship but they can make a run during the season I bet Gonzaga back on early February February 13th I believe yeah February 13th I bet them at 31 to 1 not a bad odds because when the when it starts next week I don't think Gonzaga is going to be 31 to 1 to win it all especially the way they've played down the stretch also in February, I bet TCU to win it all. Because you, if you listen to this podcast, you know I've been a huge TCU fan. And remember, TCU is a team that went into Kansas, Fog Allen Fieldhouse, and absolutely blew the doors off the Jayhawks this year. And that showed me if they're at full strength, they have the ability on any given day to beat anybody in the country. You know why? Because since the year 2000, you know who has the best home record in college basketball? Kansas. They've lost 10 home games in 20 years. 10. And one of them was to TCU, and that was the worst loss they've ever had in those 10. So, yes. It might be the last 10 years. I'm sorry. 
Maybe the last 10 years, but they've only lost 10. The second team with the best home record in college basketball has lost 19. So, yeah, Kansas has lost nine less than second place. They've only lost 10 home games in 10 years. And one of them is TCU this year, and TCU absolutely destroyed them. So Zags at 31 to 1, TCU at 31 to 1, and Duke right now at 13 to 1. Those are my futures for college basketball. All of them obviously are going to make the tournament, but I'll see. I'll see when the brackets come out and I'll see what the odds are. But TCU and the Zags, I don't think are going to be 31 to 1, and I think Duke will be lower than 13 to 1. So I already have a good number. I won't rebet them, I don't think. Unless they're higher than that, but I, I don't see how that would be the case. But yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to the tournament this year. In case you haven't tell, in case you couldn't tell, since I just love talking college basketball. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. By the way, remember when I said when I started this out, I was like, I want to get a few months under my belt, and then I was going to want to put start having some guests on on just the Friday podcast and, you know, shoot the shit for 20 or 30 minutes. Well, it looks like this Friday is going to have my first one. You don't even know him. But like I said, this is my passion project. I'm going to put my friends on. I'm going to put some media members on. I'm going to put some people that are on the Internet on. But the first one is going to be my buddy. We He's the one I go to Vegas with for March Madness and went to college together. And we're just going to shoot the shit, talk some sports. I think you'll like him. His name's Josh and went to LMU with him. He preceded me uh, as the play-by-play announcer for the men's basketball team. So look forward to that on Friday. Just going to be a little fun. It's going to be the same thing. It's just talking sports, except except just hearing my voice. You're going to hear a second voice and their opinions on what's going on in the NFL, college basketball. I'm sure that you know we had a discussion last week when he was in town. When I went to the Maverick game, he's the one I went to the game with. And we just had this discussion about how I, for for years and years and years, for 30 years, I've been saying Gonzaga. And yet I know it's the Zags and I know it's Gonzaga. But for whatever reason, I was programmed for the longest time to say Gonzaga that it's very hard to catch myself in the moment. This podcast, I think I've been okay at it. I think I've been saying Gonzaga. So, but I know that in the future I'll screw up and... When I was with him last week and we were talking about it, I kept saying Gonzaga. He's like, dude, you said it again. So we're going to talk college basketball. We're going to talk some NFL. 
a lot of stuff to go over, so I uh, look forward to that on Friday. The following two Fridays, I'm out of town, so I'm definitely not going to have a guest uh, next Friday. I'll be the following Friday. I'll be in Vegas. The following Friday after that, I'll be in California, and so I won't have guests on those because I just got to record it on my phone in my hotel room. So, yeah, I'm going to start with the first one this Friday and then kind of go from there. Don't look now, but if the NBA playoffs started today, the Los Angeles Lakers would be in it, which is just kind of incredible. Not incredible. I mean, is it? they've been sitting in like the 13th seed all season. Ever since they got out of the top 10, this is their first time they've cracked the top 10. Right now they are sitting at the 10 seed. We're just like, okay, they could easily fall back to the 11, 12, or 12 seed. Yes, they have the same exact record as OKC in Portland, but right now the Lakers own the tiebreaker over OKC in Portland. So the Lakers right now would be the 10 seed. They're also two and a half games out of the five seed. It's so, so crazy the West is. The five seed right now is the Dallas Mavericks, who are two games over 500. The Lakers are three games under 500. Two and a half. Now, granted, they'd have to pass six teams to get there, and that's why it's not going to be easy. But they don't have LeBron, and they've actually been playing well. And Bron's not going to be back for another two weeks, minimum. So the team is playing well right now. And last night, Pau Gasol got inducted into the Lakers Hall of Fame. They put his jersey next to Kobe. I don't know if anybody knows this, but Pau and Kobe are very close. Pau named his daughter Gianna. Um, so this is a very this is a very close twosome. Pau credits a lot of his success in his NBA career to Kobe uh, for pushing him. So if you've been a Laker fan, you're, you're very well aware of this relationship, and it was actually really, uh, you know, obviously kind of tugged at your heartstrings last night watching Pau tear up as his jersey is being unveiled right next to Kobe's up in the rafters at Crypto.com Arena, which is just so weird to say. That's Staples Center. I mean, look, I understand they're called Crypto.com Arena, but that's the Staples Center. It's just it just is. And but yeah, it was it was, you know, very, very heartwarming to see that last night because Powell, if you're a Laker fan or if all the Lakers, just one of the nicest guys in the world, uh, a great Laker, won two championships with them, had a chance for a third, couldn't pull it off, but will always be a beloved Laker. And I'm so glad that they uh, retired his jersey. All right, want to end with some NFL. Remember when we were talking about the Super Bowl and I was talking about some of the things that I was reading off like the last, it was like the last 10 or 12 Super Bowl champions, what the leading rusher for the winning team in that game, what his average salary was, and it was very, very low. It was like there wasn't one, wasn't one running back in the last 12 winning Super Bowl teams that, had an average annual salary of over two and a half million dollars. It was like five of the twelve were between one and two and a half million, and seven of the twelve running backs who led the team who won the Super Bowl game in rushing for that game made less than a million dollars a year. Basically, meaning you don't need to pay running backs a lot of money anymore. Well, I think NFL teams are catching on to this because I heard this stat yesterday. Do you know that no running back, talking NFL draft here. No running back has been taken in the top 23 picks in any of the last five NFL drafts. The last one, Saquon Barkley, went very early. I think he went third to the Giants. 
Maybe he was second. I can't remember what pick he went. But he was obviously, he was definitely top three. He wasn't number one. He's either two or three. But ever since Saquon, Saquon Barkley was drafted by the Giants that high, no running back has ever been taken within the first 23 picks for five straight drafts. Kind of goes to show that is a crazy stat regarding running backs and how irrelevant they are in the NFL. Remember two years ago how we were singing the praises of Derrick Henry and we're like, my gosh, is this guy going to go down as one of the greatest running backs ever? How do you tackle him? He's a beast. He's six foot four, chiseled. Two years later, the Titans are putting him on the trade block. Like, they just don't want to pay people who run the ball because nobody runs the ball. You don't need to in the NFL to be successful. The Kansas City Chiefs just won the Super Bowl, and their leading rusher in the game was Isaiah Pacheco, a rookie out of Rutgers. He ain't making more than a million dollars. That's what I mean. They've seen the stats. GMs are well aware. Running backs are a dime a dozen. And yes, that's why the Dallas Cowboys are getting so much shit for giving Zeke Elliott the money that they did when he held out. They caved, and now they are stuck with him making $23 million a year next year and he's not even their starter. It's embarrassing. They franchise tagged Tony Pollard yesterday. He's going to make $10 million. Oh, I'm sorry. I think Zeke's making $13 million next year. $23 million total between their top two running backs. It's a ridiculous amount. I probably should have got that stat right. Maybe it is $23. Uh, he's making, Zeke's making ridiculous money for a guy who's not even a starter and a guy who had 100 yards total in his last 50 carries of the season last year. So, yes, embarrassing, to say the least. Yesterday, uh, this is confusing everybody in the NFL. The Ravens placed a $32.4 million non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. What does that mean? It means he's now allowed to negotiate with other teams. So Lamar can talk to anybody he wants. And if somebody wants to sign him, the Ravens, because they non-exclusive franchise tagged him, said... You can go search for another team, but if they send you an offer sheet, we have the right to match it. If you sign an offer sheet, we have the right to match it. If we don't match it, that team owes us two first-round picks in return. The thing is just so weird. Lamar Jackson is a former MVP. I know the last two years he's been hurt, he's been dinged up, he hasn't been the same Lamar. But this is a former MVP who the Baltimore Ravens are just letting be like, yeah, go test the market. Let's see what you think you're worth. It just seems like a giant game of chicken that they might get two first-round picks for. It's like, great. Picks are great. I get it. But picks are also just question marks. You know what Lamar Jackson is giving you. You know what he does as the quarterback of your team. If you let him go and you get two picks for it, you don't know what you're getting until you draft them. And then when you draft them, they still have to prove themselves. It might end up being two great players and two starters that stick around the Ravens franchise for 15 years. They might also end up being two giant busts and you let Lamar Jackson walk for free. I just, I don't understand it. I understand, like, maybe the Ravens are just like, look, we see the salaries going around to some of these quarterbacks. 
and we're just not going to do it. But if that's the case, just let them go. Like, what, what, what is this? Well, we might match it. The Giants signed Daniel Jones to a four-year, $160 million contract yesterday. $85 million of it is guaranteed. Kind of ridiculous for a guy who literally had one season. Because before last season, the Giants didn't pick up his option. They knew at the end of the season, we're going to let this guy go to free agency because for four years he's done shit for us. And then he had a great year. Daniel Jones was really good last year. Probably better than you think. One good year, and he gets a four million, four-year, hundred sixty million dollar contract with eighty-five of it guaranteed. Lamar Jackson has had a way better career than Daniel Jones. I think we can all agree. You don't think some team's going to sign him for forty million on the average per year? For sure, he's going to get it. It's just a matter of who. So, are the Ravens just not thinking someone's going to give him that? When the Giants just gave Daniel Jones $40 million a year on average? I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to watch this all play out because I don't know where the Ravens' head is at. If Lamar doesn't come back, then who? Unless they're secretly negotiating behind the scenes with like an Aaron Rodgers or something, I don't think that's the case because their team is built around a run game. They don't have good receivers, and if Aaron Rodgers is going to go somewhere, I would think he'd want to go somewhere with good receivers because that's all he's bitched about in Green Bay for years is they never surround him with any other receivers outside of Devontae Adams for the longest time. So I don't get it. I'm throwing my hands up with the Ravens. I really don't know what they're doing here. I would secure a guy that you know what he's going to give you. And maybe they're turned off by the fact that he doesn't have an agent and he represents himself or his mom represents him or something like that. I just, and maybe there's stuff going behind the, on behind the scenes that I don't know about in Baltimore. I've heard rumblings that the way things ended with him last year about his injury, they thought he could have been playing and he's just like, no, I'm injured. I can't play. Maybe that turned them off and maybe they have a different opinion of him now which, if that's the case, they have every right to move on from him. But this whole thing about non-tender, non-exclusive franchise tag, just be like, how how have you not made your decision on whether or not you want Lamar as your quarterback next year? By now. It's almost like they're buying more time. And once they see a contract that they know they aren't interested in matching, and if they do end up matching it, won't you just say, like, okay, then why didn't you get this done earlier? Why did you let him even test the market? The whole situation is bizarre. I don't understand it, but we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the coming days because Lamar is basically able to negotiate with whoever he wants, and he can sign an offer sheet with anybody he wants. Anybody can throw any money at him, and he can sign it. It just now, with what the Ravens did to him yesterday, the Ravens can match that. I don't know how long they have to match it. Maybe it's three days. Maybe it's 48 hours. I don't know what the time they have to match it is. But if they choose not to, the team that does sign Lamar owes the Ravens two first-round picks. That's the way it works. So thank you very much for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. Pass this podcast around to all your friends, your friends that may be college basketball fans, because I'm going to be talking about it a lot for the next three weeks, and even football fans, because we got some stuff going on in the NFL world. NBA playoff, NBA season's coming to an end, and the playoffs start. Definitely going to talk a lot of NBA, too. So thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And remember, sports will always be the greatest reality show on television. See you.
son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project UP, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Sometimes your cat can be a mystery, like when they get so attached to certain cardboard boxes. <laughs> but when you use Fresh Step Cat Litter, there's no question that you're making your cat happy. Thanks to amazing odor control, Fresh Step Clumping Cat Litters prevent stinky crumbles and make scooping easy by locking in liquid and odor immediately. That means you can keep your house clean and your bond strong. There's no mystery here. Find Fresh Step Cat Litter at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, honey, you know your dad's world-famous chili. Yeah, the one that takes 24 hours to make. So I was trying to help out and bring the pot to the table, but it was like super hot. And then I um dropped it. And now the floor looks all, you know, stained with chili. Look, the point is, you guys cool with pizza for dinner? <laughs> honey? Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.